Well, hello everyone. This is Johnny Mays. Welcome to the podcast. And again, I want to just wish all you mothers a happy Mother's Day as uh, we are getting involved in this weekend. A lot of beautiful things out there, beautiful skies, beautiful weather. The sun is shining here in Lodi, California. And we recognize that, uh, you know, God is good. We're on the throne, and the Lord is a blessing to us all, praise God. So we just thank you for all that you're doing. Welcome. Uh, Today, I want to talk to you about uh, being strong in the battle. Yes, and we all face many battles in our lives, and some of you are going through some tough things right now. And I just want to help you through that, okay? So let me remind you that when we are in a battle, don't try to go to war alone. You hear me? Don't try to go to war alone. And a good example of this is King David. And he, David, saw plenty of warfare. And while most of his battles we have uh, a record of were physical battles, literal battles. I believe, however, that we can approach these battles and apply to them some spiritual principles and truths that will help us because we go through spiritual battles as well as physical battles. And it really doesn't make a difference to God because he can fight a spiritual warfare as well as a physical warfare. And I dare say he does both at the same time for more than often, more often than we realize. God is operating on two fronts, the physical front as well as the spiritual front lines. But listen to Psalms 18. Here's David. Here he is humbled before the Lord. And here's what he has to say. I love you, Yahweh, my strength. Yahweh is my rock my fortress, and my deliverer, my God, my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield, and the horn of my salvation, my high tower. I call on Yahweh who is worthy to be praised, and I'm saved from my enemies. Isn't that that beautiful? that praise that David is bringing before the Lord. I call on Yahweh, he says, who is worthy to be praised and I'm saved from my enemies. This Psalm of David, I think above all things, it reflects this, that one can have an assurance that God, our Redeemer, God, our Savior, can be trusted as an ally when we go to war, when we go to battle. And there's no question in David's mind that with God's fighting alongside him, victory is the guaranteed result. Amen. Victory is the only option. And he believed that even though his life was full of struggles and many setbacks, he knew that with God was with him, who could be against him? And that's part of what it means to be strong in the Lord. It means that we can trust Him and we can keep expecting victory when we see setbacks, my friends. 
because we know, listen, we know that when we're in him, the battle is already won. And the Bible says our life is hid in Christ. And if Christ be for us, who can be against us? Amen. So we know that when we're in him, the battle is already won. We're assured of ultimate victory, no matter how bleak things look. And sometimes it looks impossible. But you know what? Remember that he, God Almighty, is a God of impossibilities. So what shall we say about these things? Romans chapter 8, verse 31. If God is for us, who can be against us? Who? Amen? Look around you. If God is for you, who can be against you? There isn't any power, not a single power, on earth or in heaven. Listen to me. There's not a single power on earth or in heaven that can beat God in a fight. And when He, our Lord, is on our side, He controls the battles we face. Now, I want to tell you this just to warn you. He won't always shelter you from danger because He wants us to grow. And He wants us to learn to be like Him, which involves fighting for what's good. Amen? But here's the promise. He promises us to fight for us and with us. His strength, His power, and His might are on our side. And when we're in this relationship with God, uh, guess what? We're in victory's corner. The Bible says in Isaiah 54, 17, it says, No weapon that is formed against you will prevail. I like the King James Version. No weapon formed against you will prosper. <laughs> and you will condemn every tongue that rises against you in judgment. This is the heritage of the Lord's servants. And their righteousness, God says, is of me, says Yahweh. You know, when we recognize what God can and will do on our behalf, it's, what, it's that part, it's that portion, that knowledge, that realization that makes us strong in the Lord. You know, when the Lord told Joshua, for example, be strong and courageous, it was accomplished by the promise that I will be with you. Amen. I will be with you. Therefore, be strong and courageous. Because God never abandons us to fight alone. Fight alone. Amen. So as long as we don't run away from him, as long as we don't try to do everything in our own power and our own strength, which is not wise, God, it will be there. In fact, three times God told Joshua, be strong and be courageous. Today, such a beautiful day, and this word is such a beautiful word. And I believe that our Father is saying the same thing to us today, to all believers, that when you or I choose to be strong and courageous, you know what happens? The atmosphere of your life will begin to change. Would you be strong in the Lord and courageous in the Lord? The environment of your life will begin to change. Because making this choice of God's divine instruction is not just an action taken outside a person. It is always a decision that's made within, within our hearts. 
It's a choice we make within our hearts, deep within our hearts, in the recesses of the person inside. And then when we make that decision, it's empowered by the Holy Spirit. The sweet Holy Spirit empowers us and gets us through our days. Now, I'm sure most of us realize by now that there's no guarantee that life will be pleasant and always comfortable. Let me ask you, and and, and I want you to be honest with me. Amen. When disappointment or hardship comes, aren't we often more preoccupied with finding a way out of our trouble than with understanding how God is moving in our situation. Isn't that true? Listen, friends, when we are intimidated by these circumstances, by these situations, or by individuals, when the lion begins to roar, this is no time to retreat from your problems. Because running away, hiding away, running under the cover, usually we only enhance the problem. Because being intimidated always precedes defeat. See, the real danger is trying to find a way out by your own means. Trying to escape your dilemmas by yourself. Trying to fly solo. Because it's at these times that the choice we should be making is to be strong and to be courageous. So I just say this, when you start getting those anxious thoughts, those anxious feelings, pause and lift up your voice in worship and prayer and quiet yourself. Be still and know that he is the Lord and invite the fellowship of Christ and the Holy Spirit. Because there in his presence, in his presence, is where you're going to discover the inspiration, the motivation, the strength, the courage for the challenges that we're facing. And then by moving towards the situation rather than running away from the situation, by moving towards the situation in the confident trust of the Lord, the lessons you're gonna learn, uh, these lessons you're never gonna forget. And the Lord wants us to know his ways. Why? So that we can walk in them. They should become a reflex in your life, an instinct in your life, your first action in your life when you learn these things. Listen, don't, don't make the mistakes like the people of Israel made long ago. Remember, they failed to listen to their Heavenly Father. And too often, too many times, they plotted their own course through life. And typically, they were defeated and they fell into bondage. These things are written in the Scriptures for our example. We can learn from their examples given to us in God's Word. We too will experience unnecessary suffering from the high price of disobedience. So remember that even though we're walking in God's ways and they may lead us through some painful valleys, yea, though I walk through the valley of death, what? I shall fear no evil. Why? For thou art with me. 
His grace, my friend, is going to always be there to strengthen our faith and bring comfort and encouragement. But we must, we must not miss His mercies. And we will if we rebel and try to go our own way. Just ignoring the battle is no good either. Let God help. Don't worry. Even when His direction may appear unique or even radical, trust the Lord. And remember this. Taking the initiative is a master key that opens the door to opportunities in your life. Try this. Every morning when your feet hit the floor, you should be thinking and considering whether your life is aligned with the Lord's ways or aligned with your own ways. And remember, your Heavenly Father always leads us to holiness, always brings us to wisdom and faith and obedience. But our ways are a result of self-interest, self-advancement, and human reasoning. And let me tell you something, that can get costly. So let this be your mantra. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Can you say amen today? Can you say amen, church? Listen, my friends. Jesus says that we have only this one day and that we must not be anxious for tomorrow. Because he's faithful and takes care that today will not be, we will not be tempted and try beyond our ability to bear up. He will make the temptation and the way of escape so that we can bear it. So we know what Romans reminds us of, that all things will work together for our good. Today the good works are being prepared for us. And we'll have abundance, grace, and strength to walk into them. I just challenge you today to realize that the battle belongs to the Lord. So take him on as an ally today. When you have to fight the fight of your faith and stand up against the enemy. Because no one is greater than God. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Can you say amen? Amen. Until next time.